What's it doing? All right. We are live. We are live here. And uh, you want to share that link? All right. Live today with a female police officer named Sarah. And that's all you're going to get for information, people. So <laughs> get your hopes up. Um, so thanks for coming. Of course. I know this is like a little weird. We got like a little living room studio set up with like crazy bright hot lights just shining down on us. So try not to go blind. <laughs> How long have you been a police officer for? 11 years. 11 years. And what got you started? Um, I actually... I have no family that's in the police field. There is no kind of push to get into it. Actually, it was complete opposite. So the majority of my family had been arrested in trouble. You really? name it, they'd been through it. Yeah. So I was surrounded by police early on at a at a little age. So, uh, <laughs> not, but not in the, not in a good not way. in a positive way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did have good interactions with those police when I was younger. So I think that kind of. I don't know, triggered something in me as I got older. So as I was going through high school, I knew I wanted to be a cop. And as soon as I hit 19, I went straight into the police academy. Really? So, yeah. Can you prefer just bring that a little bit closer to your mouth? Yeah. Thanks. Um, you went right into the police academy out of high school. So, mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It just, I just had a drive to do it. And I had a lot of people telling me I couldn't do it. But Now, 11 years ago, I don't know how it was, but I, I'm pretty sure now it's like, it seems like, Police departments require college degrees, and they were. It's like the requirements just keep getting higher and mm-hmm. higher. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case for you because they recruited you out of high school. Right. So, um, that wasn't a problem at all. In terms, is it, that stunted your growth in the department or anything like that? No, I don't think it's held me back. Um, normally, there's a higher pay incentive for that. Um, there's every agency's got different policies, so some of them require a degree. A lot of city agencies require a degree. Some do, some don't. Um, so it's all just agency policy, what they require. Okay. All right. Just curious. And a lot of them will actually sponsor you. They'll pay you to go to school and get an education. So. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Is that something you plan on doing at some point? Um, I had taken a few college classes before as, as I was going through the academy. So it was kind of like a mutual thing going on. Do I need to go finish it? Absolutely. What what was was your major related to criminal justice? I was going for psychology. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, do you love your job? I love it every day. I love it because I know a lot of police officers that won't admit. Well, yeah, on camera, of course, they'll say that they love their job. No, but, I know. truly have a heart for it. I love people. A lot of people say I don't like people or they get um, kind of abrasive over the years. That hasn't really happened to me. Have I had hard nights at work? Absolutely. Some that I'm like, oh my gosh. And, you know, just dealing with a difficult person after difficult person has been hard on me for nights, but there's that, not a day I regret it. That's very interesting to me because, see, the thing that I that I see happen to a lot of Leos is that most of the people that they deal with are shitheads. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just scumbags. And so you start to view the world through this lens that everyone in, that you encounter is a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And then when you encounter normal people, you know, nice people, they're still scumbags to you until they prove that they're not. You know what I mean? I so, think I, so I can see how that can affect some people, but you seem to have not let that happen to you. So how did you get past that? I just remember that there's good people and I run into a lot of good people on the road. People thank me for my service and everything. And I'm like, those are the people I'm doing it for right there. Yeah. So, well, so that good. keeps me grounded and 
to remember I'm out here doing this for a good reason, a good purpose. Sure. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I certainly, I feel like I know myself well enough to know that I would be one of those people to get jaded. Right. Yeah. You know, I would, I would get jaded very quickly. Um, so tell me, have you had any interesting arrests that involved use of force? Um, quite a few. There's, uh, I've actually used my taser several times, okay. which has, is an incredibly effective tool. Um, prongs, no prongs. <laughs> prongs. Um, <laughs> Uh, normally those are on bigger subjects. So, um, I've had somebody actually armed with a rifle in a bedroom and was extremely aggressive and threatening it. And, um, he had his blind grandfather behind him. So, and we were kind of trapped in the corner. Oh, so you so, can shoot him. Right. And it could have justified it had he right, you right. Know, made a gesture was coming at me, whatever, you know, if the situation was changed, um, but, you know, I decided to use my taser in that situation. You know, once the the moment arose that I had a perfect opportunity to end that, you know, I took that that opportunity. And luckily I've he seen, got some help and, it, you know, it worked out positive. It was a positive sure. thing. So I've seen a lot of situations, though, where cops deploy their taser. And even though I've mm -hmm. actually seen both, I've seen where the prongs don't go in, mm -hmm. both prongs don't go in. So there's no effect. Right. But I've also seen dudes just take it. Mm -hmm. and be like is that all you is that all you got yeah and it's like how are you not falling over with electricity right like, raging through your body right now <laughs> yeah. like how can some people take that they're just amped up they're on drugs or who knows what kind of mental state they're in or physical state and you know everybody's different we all handle things differently physically so they're out there it happens see i would just be like take Whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. Right. Please don't tase me. <laughs> right. Or shoot me. Um, that's crazy. What What about use of force uh, in terms of hands-on? Yeah, that's happened several times. And normally that turns into a big cluster because it never fails when you have to do that. You're in a close situation with someone. Right. So you have no room to do anything. And, you know, you have cops falling all over cops. And, it right. just, you know, it just turns into kind of a messy situation. You get right. it done. You know, you just have to have good, good communication, which right. cops normally do. We just so used to talking to each other all day. Right. But so, I, I imagine it gets hard when there's four or five people involved. Though. Mm -hmm. It tends to get confusing. You know what I mean, like, I, I think the optimal way to do it is with, you know, two, mm -hmm. two on one or three on one. Right. You know, you get too many chiefs and not enough Indians in situations like that. Right. You know? And everybody's like, turn them left. No, turn no, them right. right. <laughs> you get confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything ever go hairy for you? Anything ever go haywire in that situation where you just kind of like, oh shit, this didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. Um, I mean, it just, I've had where the like battle with that person continued and continued. And, um, the one in particular that I mentioned already, that certain individual continued to try and get another supervisor's gun. So he was with me. So the guy was so combative that he just continued to keep reaching back, trying wow. to unarm my, yeah, my supervisor. So, you know, but it's just communication and keep right. working through it. So, yeah. Wow. Um, what makes you feel safest uh, in terms of when you're out there doing your job? Is it knowing that you've got your team behind you, knowing that you've got your gun on you, your vest, your, you know, like what, what, what makes you feel comfortable and confident? Um, I think a big part of it is training. 
So knowing, I know that maybe I take the extra effort to go to the range or I take the extra effort, you know, to study up on different ways to talk to people and my verbal judo, you know, having good verbal judo, good communication skills with people, you know, not just going zero to a hundred and trying to find that middle ground, you know, and relate to that person and just let them know I'm here to help and deescalate the situation verbally. Um, my vest does give me comfort. So a lot of guys don't wear their vest. I don't understand that logic. Wow. That's not my style. Personally, I wear it. It makes me more comfortable. You know, I just, it's like, gives me just comfort knowing that it's on me. And then knowing I got, you know, my family coming behind me, they're going to back me up. They're there for me. They're, they're sure. coming no matter what. And I just got to hang in there and keep Well, going. I thought it was very interesting, um, you know, because I want to, I want to do, uh, I do want to bring this back to jujitsu. Um, I thought it was really cool when Jeremy was at the gym, mm -hmm. how you yeah. guys just immediately bonded on the mat because, you know, you guys are in the same department and right uh, you know of course jeremy's a savage yeah grappler, yeah totally kill, kill everybody in the room um but yeah you were just like let's do it let's do it you know yeah. and and he you know and he was putting some pressure on you because it's almost like it was like that sisterly love you know absolutely like, yeah. yeah i instantly he's family to me so, yeah you know, you know like just being comfortable with him and knowing i we don't have to explain it to each other like hey you know give me a little extra effort be a little harder on me this could save my life one day so right. you know don't take it easy this is for both of us. Right. You know, so. so what um, what brought you to jujitsu? I mean, was it for your job that you wanted to do it or was it just something that you were looking to do to just better yourself? Uh, it was mostly for my job. It was like 90% okay. for my job. Um, I wanted to get know that I have more confidence in a situation, which has happened. I heard a call go out on the radio the other day and um, I think they were saying he was combative. And in that moment, I was like, you know, if I went to that, I would be a whole lot better off now, even just from the classes that I've taken right, right. than when I started, you know, and just that confidence going into that, right. you know, just really and knowing that I can help the guys I'm with because I know what I'm doing, right? you know, is comforting, you know, so I so got into it mostly for How did you know that Brazilian jiu-jitsu was the thing to do? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have chosen anything, right? You right. could have chosen Muay Thai. You could have chosen some boxing. Like, how did you know I need to learn how to grapple? Because we tend to end up on the ground a lot. You know, we're wearing all this crap all the time. Right. And it never fails. You know, nothing's very organized on the street. So you start getting tangled up with someone. Normally, 99% of the time, it's going to end up on the ground. Somebody's going to lose their footing or whatever the case may be. You're going to end up down there, not standing up boxing. You right. know, so. Had you watched any, like, uh, YouTube videos or anything? Uh, jiu-jitsu fights i have and the, i used to be into the jiu-jitsu a long time ago when it was like chuck liddell and the Iceman and like yeah, yeah. all the the older guys you know i gotta get back into the the new school guys but well the new school guys are a little disappointing yeah but, well, well not disappointing yeah. in terms of their athleticism just you know right you know when you when i think of connor i just <laughs> that whole thing that whole mess um so how do you feel your training is going so far? You've uh, you've been with us about what a month now? Mm -hmm. yeah. And you you've uh, you've been coming in. Uh so looks like you've been getting some good solid rolls in with the ladies and some yeah. dudes. So how do you how do you like your training so far? I love it. I think it's great. You know, I it's just uh it's interesting when you start rolling to realize, hey, I got a lot of flaws here. Maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. You know, it'll right. humble you really quick. Oh, when, yeah, sure. You know, somebody that's smaller than you or you know even just started and you're like wait a minute they just they just got me you know i need to step up my game a little bit you know yeah. so it definitely humbles you and just 
keeps you thinking, I got to continue this and get better at this and better myself. So, I mean, I think it's the perfect martial art for police Mm -hmm. and anyone small, really, Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, so I think of female Leos um, because it, you know, any submission that you do in jujitsu, whether it's a choke or, or some kind of a, you know, arm break or leg break or whatever, it's you're always using your entire body against that person's mm-hmm. one limb. And that limb could be a neck or an elbow or whatever. So you have an opportunity, even though you 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 might weigh much less than mm-hmm. you know your opponent or someone you're dealing with. Uh, you can still break their arm just just as easy mm-hmm. as as I could mm-hmm. because it's it's leverage. It's your whole body versus their arm. They're going right. to lose that. That their arm is going to lose that battle. Mm-hmm. Um. What other things do you do for fitness, if any? Uh, I like to weight lift. So I, I go into the gym. I lift weights a lot. I really love that. It's a big passion of mine, too. Really? So I always try to find that. I tell you this all the time. I try to find that common ground because I'll go in the gym and lift a lot. And then I'll go to class the next day and my right. muscles are falling apart. You know, so I try to find that middle ground. But I like to weight lift. I try to run. I try to keep my cardio up. You know, I don't just. Well, you don't have to run anymore. You can just do jujitsu for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty exhausting. That is cardio, definitely. I always tell people if you want to mimic jujitsu cardio by running, Mm -hmm. you should find an app on your phone that uh, will give you random intervals that last for 10 to 20 seconds where you have to sprint. Right, like hit training. Right. Yeah. So so basically you're exploding and then resting, exploding Mm -hmm. and then resting, just like in Mm jujitsu, but you don't know when those those come. Right. Because I'm telling you, we've had people come in from all walks of life, swimmers, runners. And when they get on the mat, it's like, oh, my God, I thought I had cardio. But right. Because they just don't realize how many times in, in a five minute round that you end up exploding mm-hmm. with energy. You know, it's crazy. Um, so here's an interesting one for you. Um, do you have any advice for young girls trying to figure out what they want to do? Maybe 19 uh, year old girls that are coming out of high school. Would you recommend this career to them? Um, if they have it in their heart. Yes. You know, I think. If they have, um, I'm trying to figure out the good word for it. I guess if they just the whisper, ha- yeah, whatever, yeah, there you go. Chutzpah. Yeah, <laughs> if you just if you have it in you where you go, man, you know, I really like to do that. I think I can do that. You know, don't let the intimidation scare you. Don't think like, oh, I don't know if I can go in there because there's guys in there or there's this. I don't know if I could handle this situation. Well, you're thinking about it too early. Get in there. Get your training. Be around the be around the environment. Let them train you properly, and just uh, have some confidence in yourself. Just go for it. You know, don't second guess yourself. If you have that little spark in you, just chase it. Just go for it. That's awesome. You know, I definitely uh, at one point in my life, early on, thought about doing it, and I even started running and getting in shape for it. And I don't know. I, for whatever reason, I wussed out. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like to me, I really had this thing that. I, and I still believe it that I could go and make a difference. Yeah. You know, I think if, if I interact with one person on the street and I change that one person during my whole career, I made a positive impact on them. And maybe another 10 years down the road, they're like, Hey, yeah, I remember you. Do you remember that time we talked? You know? Oh, you just made me think of an interesting question. So, you know, over the past few years, we've had a lot of anti police sentiment coming Mm -hmm. from the news, the media specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, gr- certain groups going out there and you've got the, the, the NFL players, you know, kneeling for against police uh, brutality and stuff like that. 
How has that kind of thing impacted you when you're out on the street? I mean, if people have been hostile with you for no reason, I mean, I would imagine not, but because it's like, you know, being they have, I've, really? I mean, I think things have shifted. They have, but some people let that get to them. Some people don't, you shouldn't to me. I think everybody's entitled to their opinion and I have my own opinion and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and keep trying to make a difference. And, you know, I, I try to make a positive impact in those people's lives. And I tell, and I tell people that maybe have a negative experience or have a negative view, go on a ride along, give yeah. it a local agency, go on a ride along. I've had several ride alongs and afterwards when they were done, I've had letters sent to the department or phone calls like, Hey, I really get it now. Now I understand why you didn't stop that person who went through the red light or, you know, because everybody's in the intersection looking, well, there's a cop. Why didn't they stop? You know, right. so and now they get it. They're like, oh, I'm in the car with you and I'm having this discussion as to why we can't go do that because we have another priority. We have to go to this, you know, so just there's certain things that I tell people, go get involved in it. I tell kids, get with like Explorer programs, get involved in it early on and be around it. And I mean, those kids get training. We educate them and um, same thing. We have Citizens Academy. So there's a bunch of all the agencies, a bunch of the agencies of Florida have Citizens yeah. Academy. So I really just feel like if you're cool with the police when they show up at your door, mm -hmm. like they're going to be cool with you, man. They're going to treat you. I've never been in a situation um, where I've I've encountered at one time when I was when I was like 17 years old, I was driving in New York City speeding mm -hmm. and I got pulled over and the guy was a kind of a dick. Mm hmm. Like literally out of, out of like the, the, I don't know how many times I've been pulled over or have, have dealt with police <laughs> in my life. I'm sure it's, you know, probably around 50 or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. who knows? I don't know. <laughs> um, and plus I deal with police, of course, you know, with my job, but I've never encountered an, just a jerk, mm -hmm. you know, just mm -hmm. a straight jerk. They've always been like super cool. Uh, I was even arrested once, mm -hmm. you know, in yeah. younger life. And, uh, <laughs> uh, even then. You know, it was like, as long as you do what they tell you to do, man, you're going to be fine. Yeah, because you know? we're people. I mean, look at it this way. What person is going to want anybody, anybody in this world who's going to like to be approached and just immediately be spoken nasty to or degraded right. or, you know, so we're people. Now we have to put that emotion beside or aside ourselves and just kind of deal with the situation at hand and be like, OK, well, that's whatever. I'll deal with that emotion later. I'll let that go, you know, and just deal with the situation. But you know, unfortunately, that does happen. People have bad experiences and, you know, it makes the good ones, right. you know, want to be like, no, it's not doing that. You know, you're you're putting a bad image on us, but we can't control what they do. So yeah. that's on them. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's good that a lot of departments are using social media to show mm -hmm. a lot of the good things because, you know, it's it pisses me off because the, the media, again, they don't show the positive stories mm -hmm. like when when some woman ran a stop sign because she was trying to bring her choking daughter mm. uh to the to the hospital cop pulls her over and he w saved the kid's life mm -hmm. it's like you know people are probably just now hearing that for the first time like oh, i didn't know that mm -hmm. yeah because the, cnn doesn't give a shit about that mm. they don't post that but when you know anything goes bad in an arrest and bullets start flying it's like oh now let's put that on the news, you right. know? So it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, I guess the, the old saying is, what is it? If it bleeds, it leads or something. Mm -hmm. It's too bad because there's a lot of good community work you guys do that gets unnoticed by people. And 
it really sucks that the only press you get is bad press, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because we definitely want the positive stuff out there more. You know, we do a lot more good in this world than any bad. So we wish there was more of that out there. But at the same time, that's my job. So, yeah. you know, I just keep going forward and, you know, just keep doing good thing after good thing. And at the end of the day, whether it gets recognized or it doesn't, it's recognized with me. And hopefully, it rec- you know, it was recognized by that person. And Right. Last question, and it's a ridiculous one. Okay. Did you ever watch Miami Vice growing up? <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, uh, you got to go back and watch Miami Vice with Don Johnson, season one. Oh, good my stuff. gosh. Yeah. yeah. That's what made me want to be a cop. That's fine. Because I wanted to dress up like Don Johnson. I did watch In the Heat of the Night. In the Heat of the Night. I don't know that one. <laughs> that one's, I think that one's older than Miami Vice. But Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Is, oh, what's your favorite police movie? Oh, gosh. Um, you got The Departed. You've got. You've got the one with Al Pacino. Um. So I love Bad Boys. I love the Bad Boys. Movies. <laughs> and I Will love, Smith? Come yeah, on. Those are, are hilarious. Serious? I love them. <laughs> and then the good serious one that I love is uh, End of Watch. So that's probably oh, End of Watch. End of Watch. Yeah, that was a great movie yeah. with Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. That one chokes my... I, I really like The Departed. I don't know how much of a real story it was. I mean, I think it was all fake for them. Yeah. But I tell you what, I thought that was a great film. Yeah, definitely. Martin, Martin Scorsese, though. Right. What can you, what can you say? Oh, yeah. So, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah of course. Know. Yes. Playboy. Play, right. Play, yeah. Playboy uh, du jour. <laughs> right. So um, anything you want to, any parting words you want to leave anybody with? Um, go out there and better yourselves. You anything, know, anything do some jujitsu. Yeah, do some jujitsu. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and even just if you're not in my field, it's good for everyone. I was just at a doctor's office the other day and I was trying to recruit the lady that was in there, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, just go do it. You know, if anything, it's good exercise. And if you just go with the women, you know, if that's just your style, then you'll get a a little bit of like camaraderie going with these women, knowing that you have something in common and that you're going to push each other, but you're there to care about each other. So. Yeah, and it's great because like a lot of females train and you know, they they make I've made some awesome friendships mm-hmm. through jujitsu. So that's definitely a positive. So definitely. I hope you do too. Yeah. And uh thank you for coming. It's definitely. been awesome talking to you and keep doing your work. Uh, you guys are doing some awesome work out there, man. Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess that's it. Wanna go ahead and end it? <laughs>